It started on a rainy night. I was called out to the home of Mrs. Jessica Claiborne. She lived in a decent part of New Amsterdam, and I could not help but wonder why I was summoned to this neighborhood an hour after midnight. I was met by Police Chief Abraham Lusk and Lieutenant Neville Hardwick. Now, Chief Lusk stood pulling on his graying beard as Hardwick was asking questions of the nearby neighbors. Okay, Chief. Why am I here? What has happened? There is only one reason I would ever call upon you at this hour, Blackstone. Someone murdered? I can't say if they were murdered, but it is certain that they are dead. However, I don't know of anyone who could put an axe in the middle of their own chest. The body's inside. See what you can find out for me. There were several officers guarding the doorway, but they allowed me to enter without hesitation. I saw a black cat, which many would think would be bad luck right from the beginning. But me, I kept my stride. I walked cautiously through the front door, being careful not to touch much of anything. The house was stale and seemed to be filled with old memories of wasted time. I turned my head towards the parlor area, and that is why I saw a young girl about the age of 13. She was sitting, talking with Mrs. DeLacy Belson. DeLacy was a kind of a social worker for young people who had experienced trauma. The young girl looked at me with an older woman's glare. It was as if she was warning me not to go any further. As I started up the stairwell, I noticed blood upon the walls, blood upon the wooden rails, and blood that seemed to be streaked by a young person's hands on the doors. Reaching the top of the steps, there was a long hallway, and at the end was a bedroom that had fear and death reeking from it. As I began my walk down this hallway, I noticed very beautiful portraits. Portraits of people that seemed to be related to the Claibornes in some way. However, it seemed that someone had taken just a dot of blood and put on the forehead of each person in the portraits. When I got to the door of the bedroom, I gently pushed it open, still cautious, still weary. The room was lit by a single candle fluttering in the corner. The moment I took a step inside, I saw the bed and Mrs. Claiborne was lying in it with an axe in her chest. She had a frozen look of disbelief upon her face. It was a frightening expression that led me to believe she was shocked to who her killer was. Getting closer to the bed, 
I took off my leather glove from my right hand, still being careful not to disturb too much of the scene. She wore a white gown that was now drenched in blood all the way to her knees. I sat upon the bed next to her body, and then I gently touched her hand. The sensation of death went through me and I glared into the mirror across the room. I saw my eyes glowing as they always do when it happens. A grayish illumination that takes me into the last moments of a lowly victim's life as I lay my hands upon them. I shake in pain as an almost electrical current surges through my body giving me the sight beyond death's call on the soul. It is in these moments of truth that I become the victim, so I can convey the end of a life taken by some murderous coward. She was asleep. She was dreaming of her husband, who had died a year before of a bad heart. She dreamed of her young daughter, she sees her as a baby, nurtured, safe, but then she sees her as a woman, independent and scornful. Then out of her senses of her dream, she hears someone coming, slowly waking her from her sleep. She hears the dragging of something heavy drawing near, but can't make out the sound. She opens her eyes and the room door slowly opens with the silhouette of someone young standing like a shadow. She speaks to them. Lizzie, is that you? Suddenly a loud scream of a young girl is heard and a long axe rises into the air. No, 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 no! The axe is in her heart. The blood is too much. But in her weakening state of shock, she looks upon her killer. It is one she cannot believe. With a shiny silver blade into her chest, she takes one last look into the eyes of her executioner. It is her 13-year-old daughter, Lizzie Claiborne. Yes! I'm taken from my trance, falling to the floor trying to fight off the horror of the vision. I feel my chest just to make sure that I'm truly not the victim. I catch my breath and I get to my feet when an oncoming shadow grows towards the door. Then it is revealed to be young Lizzie Claiborne. She stares at me, staring with her dead eyes. But she only asks one thing. Did you find what you were looking for? I shrugged off the question and only said one thing back to her. Not yet. <laughs>